Much like Afternoons Live giving Heart State is rolling on on a Thursday afternoon, I'm looking at the updated totals. $19.4 million raised already, about 31000 different separate donations that have rolled in here. So if you have been one of those 31000 donors, thank you. If you haven't done so yet, you know, you got till midnight uh, to go ahead and go online at givingheartsday.org or you can stop on out at Dakota Medical Foundation. That's where I'm hanging out till 5 o'clock live Telling you, you can't miss us right when you open the door. You're going to see the KFGO table here. Myself, Madison Quinn's hanging out. And uh, we're telling you about some of the activities going on here. It's been lively, a lot of energy in the building, but also a lot of work done by these nonprofits to raise awareness about what they do and ask uh, for their consideration in uh, raising some funds. And I'm excited to have our next guest. Deb Call is joining me. Memory Cafe. One of those new organizations that I am unfortunately just learning about today, but I'm excited to learn more. Deb, how are you? I'm doing very well. It's really a privilege to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for uh, coming on over and ex- explaining this to me, because when I looked it up, I'm like, okay, I wish I'd have known about this sooner, because I know people that probably could have partook in this. Explain to people that might not have heard about uh, the uh, Memory Cafe, what the organization does. Well, Memory Cafe of the Red River Valley exists in order to create um, opportunities for people who are living with a disease and their care partners and the community to learn about memory loss, to learn not just what people cannot do anymore, to learn about their deficits Mm -hmm. and what they've lost, but to really what we want to do is proclaim that people who are living with with memory loss from any medical condition, including Parkinson's disease or the various causes of dementia like Alzheimer's type or or, um, Lewy body dementia, there's uh, many, many different causes of dementia, but we are here to say people can live well with this disease Mm -hmm. and contribute a lot of value and beauty to our community and to their families and to their neighbors and to their churches if we look at them as real human beings and if we look at them as not having what they've lost but what they are gaining and what they have continue to um give us as a people i love how you brought that because i was going to ask one of my first questions is i I think there used to be this mentality of uh, grandpa's kind of losing it, yeah, you know, but right. that was it. You would just kind of talk amongst the family and not acknowledge it really beyond that. Maybe not, you know, seek out something that's maybe going to help. Right. Uh, have we changed that? I mean, we it, are working hard to yeah. change that, really working hard to change that. And one of the things that we that we are finding is that as a society, we tend when we find out that somebody is living with a various a type of dementia or memory loss for other medical reasons, mm-hmm. we immediately jump to the end of the disease. And people can yeah. live for a dozen years right. with Alzheimer's disease or with other forms of dementia. And so we don't do that when someone tells us they have cancer. We right. just say, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do? What, how are you going to treat this? How are you going to interact mm-hmm. with this? What can you do to, to you know, improve your life yeah. in, in this disease? We don't do that when we have people who are living with Alzheimer's disease or other related dementias. We just assume that they are at the end of the road and um and we isolate them we we shy away from interacting with them we no longer invite them out for dinner or supper and the people unfortunately who are living with the disease do the same thing yeah they're afraid of being put on the spot they're afraid of not remembering someone's name uh their care partners are afraid that they're going to say or do something that's embarrassing to them or the family and so they isolate themselves and many of them hide you know in the comfort Uh and the safety of their home 
Um, and as a society, we don't intentionally we intentionally neglect these people, I sure. believe. Yeah. But it's not because we're bad people. Mm-hmm. It's just we don't have the education, we don't right. have the comfort level mm-hmm. to know how to interact with them respectfully and comfortably. Deb, you bringing that up. I mean, you just described at least three situations I know of going on right now. Is that but right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's unfortunate. So common, Tyler. Yeah. It, well, it is. It, it's and. The individual that kind of is put off feels terrible about it, but it's yep. all that the, the uncertainty. Absolutely. Uh, are they going to remember? Do I have to? How do I interact if they don't remember? Type thing where you know if you actually had a place to maybe learn a little bit more, it'd be a little bit easier conversation with that individual that might be dealing with memory loss. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We have a big conference coming up. I'll just throw this out there yeah. because it's, it fits. Um, and June 6th, we're bringing in Hearthstone Institute from Boston, and they will be our keynote speaker this year. Last year, we had this conference, and we had 245 people there. Wow. And it's, it's a caregiver uh, caregiver conference, mm-hmm. but it's for the community as well. And this year in June, we'll be, we'll be um, looking at ways that we can communicate effectively. What does this disease mean? Uh, why does it exist? What's going on with the brain? And so it will offer the community uh, a real opportunity to learn more about the disease and how we can positively and respectfully interact with these yeah. people. Um, it's it's it doesn't take rocket science, you know. No, it just uh, takes that just, first step, though. You know, it, I mean, it I, is. I think there's that that fear of making that call, right? You know, because, yeah, you can talk about, like I said, I'll just go back to ah, grandpa's maybe losing it here, yeah, a little bit, and then then that's it. Because then sometimes you don't necessarily want those answers, but when you get them, you can actually yeah. learn how to address it, right? And actually, you know, provide a fulfilled life for that individual as well as yourself, I right? Assume, so. Right. And and just the language when you say grandpa's losing it, yeah, you know, yep. uh, that's very derogatory. It is, you know, absolutely. it's very, and yeah. or, or they're lost their marbles, yep. or um, all those they're off the rocker, yeah. or they're gone exactly. cuckoo. You know, we hear all that stuff still. It's shocking yeah, the language that we use. Yeah, and really don't think so much about it. I know. Um, but it's very demeaning and very um, negative, and it's it's yeah. part of the dehumanization that happens Completely. with this disease. We just yeah. assume these people don't have feelings. We assume they don't hear us. They don't understand yeah. what we're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to remember anyway, so what difference does it make? You're right. And I think that goes to the point you were saying about that whole, uh, we instantly think, well, it's at the end, you know, yeah. instead of, hey, there's something we could do about right. it right, right. now. So, right. Um, so Memory Cafe, you talk about the educational process. People, obviously, if you have a huge conference that comes up and you had a big turnout last year, I have no doubt you will this year, day to day, people reach out. Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. we're just really excited about what we're doing. So every Wednesday, we have a large gathering. We meet it right now at Bethel Church on the first and third Wednesday, second Wednesday. Wednesday of the month, we meet at the Amcom Center, and our average attendance is about 63 people right now. Oh so wow. and these are couples. These are people sure. living with a disease. Uh-huh. Again, it doesn't have to be, we don't need a doctor's order, we don't need a formal diagnosis, but it isn't for the general public. So these are people who are living with memory loss for uh-huh. any medical reason, and their care partners that come together. Wow. And then we also have um, programs on Monday. So we offer three programs every week for people in the memory loss community to gather, and we are the only place in town where they can gather. Um, on, a, on a three times a week basis like this. So Monday mornings we have a men's group. Um, my husband is one of the community leaders of that group. But really it's, it's composed of people who are living with the disease and, is, and uh, the care partners and then community members. And what happened just last week was really phenomenal. And that was a, a gentleman who was talking about transitioning to his wife to a memory care unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at the time in her disease for that to happen. And so he was just sharing with the group what this was felt, what this was feeling like, and yeah. very stressful and emotional. Several of the gentlemen who are living with disease asked very appropriate questions. One of them was living in a memory oh, care really? facility, and he came to the group, comes every week, and he asked the most beautiful, tender questions, my husband said. And at the end, 
um, they, uh, one of the other gentlemen said, you know, this has been very difficult for this guy. I think we need to give him a round of applause. Yeah. So those comments came from gentlemen who are living with a disease who are part of this men's group. Mm-hmm. And you would never know that they have any form sure. of dementia. So, yeah. I, I mean, support group peer mentoring absolutely all wrapped in one uh, that happens at least three times a week yes what it sounds like and then we have a formal caregiver that's the only or- organized activity that we do that's only for the care partners and that's meets on the fourth wednesday of every month um and that is only for the care partners otherwise we want our people to come together you so bet. they're making friends and learning yeah. together yes and so and it's memory cafe i'm gonna memory cafe uh of uh rrv of the red, red river, river valley, valley. yes so, so guys, they're uh, yeah. Other memory cafes, each one is run differently. Okay. There's no connection between one and the other. We're all financially responsible for raising our own funds. We do our own scheduling. Most memory cafes meet once a month, okay. and we meet three times a week. So Well, and you got to the, uh, the, the crux of it here. Raising money, that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Givingheartsday.org. You can go there and, in fact, go to the website and uh, find the memory cafe of the Red River Valley. Uh, I wish we would have known about you guys sooner. I, um, I, how long have you, you been in Six years. We're coming it's been up to six, six years, years already. Yes, and we've grown so much. I it's bet. been such a beautiful thing. We've outgrown our space, so if anybody wants to donate or buy a building for us. Yeah, uh, there, there's, yeah. yeah put that one out there. See, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing too big as far as donations <laughs> right. that could be right. welcome here. We want, a, we want a nonprofit hub. Yes. Like, we want to be with other nonprofits right. and have a community hub where we can share office space. Well, and, and yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, there's there's people that are dealing with other issues, uh, you know, as far as yeah, I used to work for a nonprofit that helped people with disabilities. Oh, you did? Yeah, some okay. of that. I mean, I think there's a lot of, you there know, sure is. touch points there where, you know, if you have that hub. Right. Which, again, if you guys are looking for a donation, <laughs> here's an opportunity. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but uh, serious, folks, uh, Memory Cafe of the Red River Valley, uh, what you just heard is something people have experienced. You yes. Know, I mean, every family's likely had an experience yes. like this, so. I'm a nurse. People. Both my parents lived with this disease. Yeah. My dad had Lewy body dementia. My mother had Alzheimer's type. And, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. That's why this exists. It's well, because it yeah. my co-founder, Beth Yustenko, her dad lived with Parkinson's disease and had the, had the memory loss that came with that. So the two of us co-founded Memory Cafe wow. of the Red River Valley. And it was because of our personal experience living with the disease. So, well, I'm glad we were able to learn a little oh, bit more about it. Hopefully, yeah. we get some dollars thrown your way here. I, I would like, and we'd love to have people who are listening yes. who are concerned about the health yep. of their brain. We yep. don't need a diagnosis. You don't have to, you know, confess that you've got any type of disease. Just come and check us out. Yeah. People usually will come back time after time, and they would say, "We're so grateful that you are here." And yeah that we found out about you so well i'm hoping that more people that uh, were listening today know more about I it and really appreciate that. the yeah. opportunity to be I, interviewed thank you tyler uh, thank you deb i yeah. appreciate it. i'll let you go take all care right. all right yep. bye-bye now yeah, bye. uh, deb, deb call again is with the uh, memory cafe of the red river valley you can go check that out givingheartsday.org and consider making a donation today it's going to count i tell you what i'll come back to you and all of your thoughts on this giving hearts day i'm tyler axis and afternoons live is rolling on Right here on 790 AM, 94.1 and 104.7 FM, KFGO.